0: It well, me, help my mic was close to my face, wasn't it? There we go. Well, that's a good start, isn't it, for the 200th episode? Anyway, we are back. This is Major's Mess hall. I'm Gavin. I'm joined by Kelly. Hello. And this is our 200th episode. We have done 200. Well, I mean, this is... We haven't done the 200th yet. We're doing it right now. But this will mark the 200th one, which is... Over the course of eight years, I feel like there should be more. But that's still a really big achievement, isn't it? Yes,
1: yeah, Matt. When you think about all the guests we've had on the things we've done like trips Hello. stuff you've done way more than i have like...
0: yeah the people that we've met like we've we've got to talk to celebs people in the entertainment industry that we really aspire to and you know we've wanted to meet it, it's really yeah. has been sort of a gateway to all of those things and uh very grateful and normally with these these milestone episodes i like to call them like you know when we hit 50 episodes and when we hit 100 episodes and you know whenever we've done another year of the podcast we or even a christmas special we always try and do these milestone episodes where it's really big there's a lot of people coming on it's very busy it's you know sometimes they're like two hour long episodes didn't want to do that this time wanted to keep it relatively simple but what's special about this episode is we have a really good guest who Many of our listeners will really, really appreciate. This is a person that typically doesn't do interviews. He shied away from the spotlight massively. And even when he was in the spotlight, he wasn't really in the spotlight because he didn't want to be. He wanted to sort of be in the background, if you like. But this guy has made such an impact on the TV show, which is, of course, the Trailer Park Boys if you haven't seen it at this point now, guys, you need to watch it because I've I've been preaching it now for eight years. It's a hilarious Canadian comedy show. And the guy that we have on joining us, his name is Barry Dunn, and he's most famous for playing the character of Ray, Ricky's dad. Um, But he was the producer of the series right from day one, right up until the, the guys, they sold the rights to the boys in 2013, I believe. Um, He was the producer, and he even co-wrote the first two series. Like this guy, you wouldn't have Trailer Park Boys if it wasn't for Barry Don. And the character that he played, Ray, is my personal favorite, and is many of the fans' personal favorite. A lot of people love Ray, and I mentioned on our Facebook page that we'd recorded an interview with him, that it was coming up, and even just the attention of that one post announcing that we'd added, we'd interviewed him. We yeah. had, like, 1.2 thousand reactions, which is just insane. Like, it wasn't even the interview. It was just the announcement. And, you know, Man. Kelly, obviously, she interviewed Barry as well. I mean, he's such a humble guy, isn't he? Like, he couldn't understand why we wanted to talk to him.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you know what I found really sweet is that he was actually nervous for the interview. He was
1: nervous. I he thought really that was really sweet.
0: Bless him. He was, yeah. He said, like, he said, I've been nervous about this all week. And... It it took me a long time to make this happen because he is still producing movies. He's very much involved in the entertainment industry and he's constantly busy all the time. He's got deadlines to meet and I'd been sending him emails since before lockdown. Like this is how long ago it was. And instantly, as soon as I asked him, he was like, yeah, I'd love to come on. Like he was, you know, this sounds really interesting I'm just really busy at the moment, reach out to me again. And then, of course, lockdown happened and I kind of backed off. And then I picked it up again, sort of when things started to go back to normal. And um, yeah, it's just been trying to get him from then. And and then, uh, you know, he was asking questions like, you know, like any guest asks questions, you know, like, what's the show about? What's your listenership like? Um, you know, just questions like that. And I said, "Listen, why don't we talk on the phone and we can have a chat." So I spoke to him on the phone beforehand and gave him all the information that he needed. And he it was really nice to talk to him as well. And then, yeah, we made we we almost had it recorded, and then something came up on his end, and he couldn't do it. I don't know if maybe it was nerves. I, I, I mean, he did. To be fair, he did say he was something had come up and he was really busy. Um, but then the following week, we made it happen. Scott also stepped in and, and joined us for this interview because he's a, obviously, as our listeners know, Scott's a massive Trailer Park Boys fan. And I just thought it'd be nice if he jumped in and and uh, got to be yeah. part of it. So Scott was Scott was involved as well. And um, I also said to Scott that he could use it on his podcast too. So, um, but yeah, we are, this is the exclusive. We're, we're putting it out first. This is it. This is the interview with Barry Dunn. Um, I mean, what else can we add before we before we go to the interview or like, what did you think? Because I mean, you're not strictly, you're not, you're not considered a trailer park boys fan, even though you know so much about it now and you do have an appreciation for it because of the podcast, because of me, you've seen stuff that you would have never have gone and watched off your own back. But like, what was it like for you talking to, to, to Barry? Did you enjoy it?
1: Yeah. He's like such a sweet guy. And like, like some guests come on and, it's all like you know quick introductions when you first jump on the call and sometimes you don't necessarily know the name because there's so many people he's got to be introduced to but he like remembered all of our names all the way through didn't he and he did, was like
0: uh, like he did. Kelly what he even you, you Kel, didn't he at one point <laughs> yeah. he called you Cal like he's he's <laughs> a very personable guy he's a very personable guy and you know, often we'll have what we the way we know if it's been a good interview is if we have a lot of questions that we didn't get to ask after the interview, we know it was a good interview because that means that the guest was um chatty and, you know, really into it, very engaged. That's how, you know, this we probably add the most amount of questions unasked after this than any other interview, didn't we? Because yeah. Barry just loved he just gave us full answers and he was chatting, and honestly, I mean, I could have spoke... I said to him at the end of the interview, I, I could speak to you for hours. I yeah, honestly could have.
1: And it was nice seeing that you, like, that was your favourite character, you got to speak to your favourite character, and you've been one of this yeah. for so long, yeah. and that was nice to be a part of. It was of.
0: great, and I really appreciate it, because, you know, like we say in the interview, it's been 10 years since he's been involved with Trailer Park Boys, and to come on and talk about a show that you're no longer involved with anymore, that's part of your past, I thought it was really nice that he gave us as much time trailer park boys wise as he did because we were all prepared to talk to him about you know all this other work but he was he knew that he knew that you know predominantly we wanted to talk about trailer park boys and he he, you know he didn't hold back it was great
1: he actually brought it up first didn't he he did yeah like straight away
0: straight away yeah (laughs) he did so 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 before we go to before we go to the interview i just want to mention to because we might have some listeners here who haven't listened before. So I just want to let everyone know that Barry is our 11th Trailer Park Boys guest on this podcast. We've spoke to, this. This, like I say, this will be our 11th cast member. So I've got some, I want to tell you who we've had on and I want to just give you an episode number. So if you want to go back and have a quick listen, you can do. So some of these people have been on multiple times, but I'm just going to give you the, one of the episode numbers. So you can go back and, you know, figure out the other episodes that they're on. But these are like the you know my favorite episodes that they've been on. So uh, Bernard Robichaux, who you know as everyone knows Osiris Cyrus, was on episode twenty-five. He was our first Trailer Park Boys guest. That we we owe a lot to him actually. So shout out to Bernie, um, Sam Tarasco. He was on episode thirty-one. Scott actually interviewed him live. I wasn't part of it, but Scott interviewed him live in character. So Scott, so Sam, you know, caveman Sam from the show. He is in character on the podcast episode thirty-one. John Dunsworth, still one of my favorite episodes. We had him on episode 41. Lee McGinnis, who played Don slash Donna, he was on episode 49. Shelly Thompson, who's obviously played Barb Leahy, she was on episode 51. Jonathan Torrens, J-Rock, he was on episode 53. Lucy DeCater, she was on episode 58. Gina Harrison, she was on, She obviously Gina, she played um, Ricky's daughter, Trinity. She was on um, episode 116. We have Mike Smith, legendary Mike Smith, who's known for playing bubbles. Um, He was on episode 126. Jacob Rolfe, he was on uh, 147. That was a fun one. Kelly joined me on that one. And then, of course, this is episode 200 with Barry Dunn. So we are going to go through now to our interview with Barry Dunn. Stick around after because me and Kelly got some games to play and it's going to be fun. So, here we go our interview with Barry Dunn, aka Ray. Majors mess hall.
2: This is Jim Leahy. We're talking to Majors mess hall. Randy, really fuck off and give me a drink, buddy.
0: You're listening to the Majors mess hall podcast. Hey, Barry, how's it going? Good. How are you guys? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs>
3: Me just gets so
0: oh weird. look, you've got all dressed up. You've got a shirt on there. Look at me. Oh,
3: <laughs> is... I always wear this.
0: <laughs> um anyway, Thank so just know. to introduce you, I'm I'm Gavin, who you you've obviously been talking to. Yeah. Um we got Scott, who's in Chicago. Hey
3: Scott.
0: And don't, Kelly. don't mind the tropics yeah. I was gonna put <laughs> that, something that's like that. Not on real. Something. <laughs> and uh nobody Kelly's
3: would, nobody would believe it, I'm sorry.
0: No, I was just saying, Kelly's back in the UK.
3: Hi, Kelly. Hi, how are you? This is international.
0: It is. We're all over the place.
3: Where are you, Gavin?
0: I'm in um, Cole Harbor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're
3: close. You and I are fairly close.
0: <laughs> yeah. You want New Glasgow? Where? Is that where you're based?
3: Uh, no, out the Eastern Shore.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, not too far then. No. And you're obviously used to, like, Cole harbor anyway because you obviously there was a lot of filming done at one point wasn't there here so yeah
3: we started shooting in Cold harbor gosh i have to remember i think it was season five
0: that's right yeah 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 <laughs> you, you know <laughs> <laughs> i do
3: yeah <laughs> i i'll defer to every question to you
0: yeah yeah well i know how... i know um i know mike mike smith quite well and often he'll be telling me something and he'll have it wrong. He's got it wrong and he's talking about it. and I'm like, "That that's not right and he just looks at me and laughs and he goes, yeah, you, you, you obviously know your stuff.
3: Uh, a few years ago, I did a show for CBC about the Canada-Russia 72 hockey series and I had done so much research on that and I interviewed all of the key players, coaches and I knew more than they did of course i i had researched that they hadn't it, it was at least 30 years after the event took place so their everything in their mind was not as fresh as mine oh, so i right. would <laughs> i would do the same thing i would correct them on who scored goals and what the scores of games were so, yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so sometimes i feel a bit rude because i'm like they've got that wrong but i need to tell yeah. them
3: <laughs> better to know better to have yes, the yes. truth
0: exactly so how have you been obviously because you know like for you know the likes of the Trailer Park Boys fans we obviously haven't seen you for over 10 years now so how how have you been doing
3: Well I've been well you know I've uh, I have uh, been you know try to keep busy and have other projects on the go we I took a bit of a break after after we we left Mike Clattenburg and I left the show I think I think we sort of got out of it officially in 2013, right after the last movie, the third movie, which I think was called "Don't Legalize It." You can correct me. If <laughs>
0: yeah, you're nervous now, aren't you? To get it wrong. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, so you know, I took a bit of a break. It's a slog. I think anybody who who's involved in a TV series will tell you that it's a it's a slog, you know. And um, it's it's fun. It's great fun, of course. And the shooting is fun. But you know, it's uh, it's it's so time consuming. You don't have time for much of anything else really, including working on other projects. So no, I took a bit of a break. I'd say a couple of years, two or three years after.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well-earned. A well-earned break indeed. Oh, <clears throat> thanks. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll touch on Trailer Park Boys in a little bit, but I just want to know, uh, obviously you were, uh, and I, I spoke to you about this on the phone as well, and you were going to kind of get into it and then stopped. But um, you were like a street performer in Eastern Europe, like many, many years ago. Yeah, I'm just curious like what did you do? Like what was that? What did that entail?
3: Well, it, it was in the mid 70s. I was uh, I went to theater school in the UK actually. Ke- Kelly, where are you from in the UK?
1: Uh by Liverpool. Oh. So a little bit nice. bit north.
3: Same as me. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: know London well though.
3: Yeah, I, I went to London. I lived there for a couple of years going to theater school and when I was going to theater school, I, I hate to talk about this cuz my wife constantly embarrasses me about it. And I said, <laughs> but I got involved with the mime company, now you can, okay. pause, here. You oh, can well. pause here. Pause here for snide comments. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: <laughs> We're expecting you to give us um, an example.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the the mime the mime thing's not going to work on audio though, is it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> when I was in my twenties, I could my body was far more alive than it is now. Um, so anyway, I got involved with this theater company and um, through, through the theater school that I was attending. And uh, we were invited to perform uh, in Yugoslavia, which at the time was Yugoslavia. I was in Zagreb, which is now Croatia. But um, so we, uh, I, we went there on student visas, if, um, if memory serves me correctly. Yes, yeah, student visas. We weren't professional. And um, a friend of mine, t- two or three of us got together, and uh, we, were, we were in Croatia, I would say, for, in Zagreb for, I don't know, at least six weeks or so. And, um, and we um, would go down to the main square, and <laughs> as much as I can oh. tell you, I'm <laughs> totally embarrassing myself. <laughs> <laughs> is that okay gavin did i answer your question yeah
0: you, you did yeah like did did you was it like busking did you make some money doing it
3: uh, i well y- y- yeah no we didn't make much money but yeah it's like busking you know we were street sort of on the street uh you see it a lot more now and you see it from far better performers than i was i mean yeah. we probably didn't make much money because we weren't very good but <laughs> you know we um yeah we I mean, you know, it wasn't much people in, in in Zagreb, and this would be 1976, maybe 77, um, uh, you know, weren't weren't to giving out their hard earned money. Right. Yeah. In, in in 76, Yugoslavia was still part of the, uh, you know, somewhat. I don't know if it was officially part of the Iron Curtain, but it was a it was a certainly a. Um, A communist country and not altogether uh, affluent, I would say. So people didn't give a lot of money, but they were always very kind. And, you know, and I think they had a real uh, European. Well, what am I telling you, Kelly? You know this. You live there, right? Mm -hmm. Europeans have a real understanding of of culture more so than we do in the sense that they have broader interests, I think. So I think, I think in 75, 76, we were there attending a theater festival. We were performing at a theater festival. Uh, and there were countries from Romania, uh, Hungary, the uh, UK, probably France, you know, so a lot of countries from 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 Western and Eastern Europe. And uh, and their shows were extremely well attended. I mean, there would be sellouts in venues that must have sat three, four, five hundred people. So, you know, I don't think something like that would have happened. Not in Dartmouth, I don't think. Maybe. Don't <laughs> now, how, how did but you go from? It. Although things are different, but certainly, um, yeah, people were people were very nice. They were very friendly. How'd
2: you go from a street performer in Eastern Europe to being back in Canada and being an
3: actor? Um, well, I graduated uh, in 70s, you know, the years of 76, I think it was, I came back to Canada uh, after graduating from theater school and I looked for work as an actor. And the first, the, I would say the first year or two was very tough, you know, and I lived in Halifax. So, I mean, it was the wrong thing to do in many ways to stay in Halifax, to look for work as an actor. Uh, my brother who went to theater school with me, he went to Toronto, which is where, you know, the equivalent, I guess, Scotty would be, you know, in the United States, you go to New York or L.A., right? Although Chicago, yeah. Chicago has a really vibrant, I mean, a lot of great uh, actors and comedians have come out of Chicago, as I'm sure you know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I stayed in Halifax and I, I think uh, it was, it was a struggle. I tell you, it was a, it was a real struggle. Um, you know, uh, finally, in Gavin, I forget what year it was. Do you remember what year I went to Toronto? Well
0: <laughs> oh, you, you the, don't know that answer. well, it's yeah, I'm a little bit stuck on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was 77.
3: I think I went up to Toronto. yeah, it was in the fall of 77. I went to Toronto and uh, and I was married at the time to a different uh, to a different person. And um, uh, uh, we tried to survive uh, in theater. and I got a couple of jobs, you know and it, it, they, they didn't pay well, but uh, I think I made 90 bucks a week
0: which... um, Back is not too bad, is it?
3: But, you know, at the time, in 1977, it wasn't bad. You know, I don't think you could live on it. I think think, uh, my partner at the time was working, I think. And then the funny thing is I was performing at this theatre company in Toronto and um, a company called Factory Theatre Lab. I think it still exists. Anyway. uh, And there was a handwritten notice on the bulletin board, like scribble, hand scribble, looking for actors for no, in Nova Scotia, new theater company. And I thought, oh, what the hell, you know? So I applied and I got the job, came back to Nova Scotia and worked uh, it, it, with this theater company for, I think, three years. And I also worked at Neptune, worked with John Dunsworth. John and I, John and I worked, first time I had known of John Dunsworth because John was quite a legend in Halifax long before yeah. I knew him. Uh, John ran a theater company called Pure 20, Pure. I think it was Pure 20, I could be wrong about that, but it doesn't matter. Uh, and John did some really interesting work. And uh, so I got my first job on the professional stage, if you like, at Neptune Theater in Halifax uh, in a play, a Shakespearean play, Othello. And uh, I had one line, one line. And uh, I think John had two or three, I forget. Anyway, John introduced me to uh, professional theater in, in Halifax. And, and ever since then, John and I kept a, you know, John and I worked together many times over the years and, you know, and stayed good friends. And then it became a bit different, I, I think, once in a, in a sense that being a producer of a show, you're kind of the boss of the show. You know, I don't know, do you guys ever have to be boss of a friend? You know,
1: it,
0: no, it, be quite it would uh? be, be difficult. Yeah,
3: yeah, it could be. I mean, it doesn't have to be, but uh, I, I definitely make it a policy now not to, you know, not to get involved with my best friends. To try not to get involved in 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 projects together because they don't always end up well. But anyway, John and I worked together for quite a long time.
1: How's uh, s- different? Sorry, you, yeah, you go ahead. To
3: your, sorry, um, sorry, so I didn't how hear did you. It-
1: where's my mic can you hear me now sorry yeah yeah how does it differ going from theater to tv and like did the audience differ from country to country
3: yeah that's a really good interesting question yeah the two te- the two styles of acting are quite quite different are you guys okay with my image here am yeah, I, yeah. Am I washed out okay
0: Listen, we're um, putting up with we're putting up with Scott's tropical one there, so don't worry about it.
3: Uh, Scott, you're gonna have to tell me how you did that. Is that is that one of those backgrounds, a virtual background? Yeah. yeah. Or are you on Lake Michigan right now?
0: No, no, I wish that was Lake <laughs> Michigan. I, I'm just hoping a seagull flies over and shits on him, to be honest.
3: Oh <laughs> um, uh, my but go back to your question, Kelly. Yeah, the the two techniques are quite different. And um Well, I'm trying to remember. These are I should have I should have got up brushed up on my dates, but I I I I did a I did a TV half hour drama in Halifax, and uh, and the director there uh, took a liking to me. He 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 brought me on to CBC where I worked for seven years in the drama department. Um, and we we did. And while I was there, I didn't do so much acting as I did uh, writing. Uh, network executive stuff. Um, very boring. Wouldn't want to do it again. But it was it was a <laughs> nice time in my life. I don't know how network. I don't know how TV executives do it. I really don't know. I think they must have. I, I don't know. I would be bored. I was bored. And uh, anyway, I don't think I've answered your question, Kelly. But uh, uh, going to back to, to answer part of your question, Kelly, about the differences in audiences, just taking Trailer Park Boys as an example, uh, and, uh, Scott, you're, you're, you are an American, right? You live, you're from the United States. Yes, sir. Um, trailer park boys did extremely well, obviously in Canada, but not, you know, not right away. It took, there was, there was a hardcore group of trailer park boys fans in that first year. And thank God for that because, you know, they kept the show going. Uh, it could easily have, uh, been one, one and done with that show you know it was a, it, it was an amazing that we got it off the ground to begin with but with trailer park boys we did extremely well in in canada uh, we sold i think Kelly, to the uk i'm not sure what networks it may have been on um i do know this uh, that uh, we sold in ireland my family doctor at the time is tell me tell me t- stop me anyone of you anytime if this gets really <laughs> cuz i i promise you i can
0: no, I it's fa- it's fascinating. Good. Honestly, it's it's but really great.
3: But my doctor, my family doctor in Halifax, was Irish. Uh, I'm not sure where. I'm not sure if he was from Northern Ireland or the Republic. But anyway, um, one day I'm in I'm in having a checkup or something, and he says uh, he says I just heard from my nephew in Ireland, who loves the show called Trailer Park Boys. He asked my doctor, did, 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 did he know anything about it? And he said, well, yes. <laughs> I have a, I don't know how much confidential information. Anyway, uh, I put together a whole package of Trailer Park Boys stuff, gave Aww. it to to send to Ireland. So my point was that in Ireland, it did very well. Now we sold to other countries like Scandinavia and Spain. I, I've never seen how they have dubbed those shows, I'm Curious." <laughs> but to finally answer your, Kel, your question, Kel, we did not do ex- very well in the United States. We, we, I think we first sold to, I think first was BBC America, which was a very niche channel. Uh, right. And I don't know how many episodes, how many seasons they showed. Then I think we went to the comedy channel. Yeah, the comedy channel. And again, it didn't do all that well. Uh, and, of course, Comedy Channel and BBC America both bleeped. So you can imagine what Trailer <laughs> Park Boys would sound like bleeped. I mean, it would be essentially <laughs> just, it would really ruin the flow.
1: Yeah.
3: And you, you know, if you, it's like in that episode where Ricky says, if I can't smoke and swear, I'm fucked. <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, it was like, if, if we can't swear, on TV, we're fucked. Nobody's going to yeah. watch the show because it just really, not that, you know, I mean, Ricky Rod Wells is a master at swearing, I think. I think <laughs> he could give courses and to teach actors how to swear naturally, you know, because he could do it. Bubbles could do it as well. Um, I, to be honest, I wasn't as good at it. Uh, I think, um, and I don't think Jim Leahy ever sw- swore, if I recall correctly. But anyway, um, yeah, Ricky. So so they just didn't do well in the United States. And we made our first movie, our first Trailer Park Boys movie. We made that uh, Ivan Reitman.
0: Ghostbusters. Who,
3: <laughs> Ghostbusters and so many other great movies.
0: Yeah, I'm just a huge Ghostbusters fan. That's why. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's a cult, not a cult. It's a huge movie. It's a wonderful movie. Yeah. And he executive produced that very first episode. And um, he was... We screened it in Toronto as part of the Trauma Film. It wasn't. It wasn't in the Trauma Film Festival, but we screened it during the Trauma Film Festival because all of the network buyers were there. And Ivan set this thing up. He invited all of his, uh, and he knows everybody in Hollywood. So virtually every big Hollywood buyer in it was at the screening, and Ivan fully expected uh, after the movie the phone to start ringing immediately with offers. Uh, to buy the movie and it it was a study in humanity because uh, we're all in this room together Ivan was telling us what what to say what not to say let me do all the talking five minutes after we all sit in there the phone doesn't ring 10 minutes not a call half an hour not a call nobody in the United States wanted to buy wow. that movie Wow. So yeah, there you go, Kel. I mean, audiences are different. Uh, I don't know why it didn't take off in the United States the way it did. I, I uh, you know, there were sh- shows that came out after trailer park boys in the United States. I think there was a show called My Name is Earl. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. I think I I saw a couple of those episodes. I mean, I think it tried to copy. And, and actually, we did. There was some interest uh, from buyers to buy the what they call the format rights of the show. Essentially, the format rights, and stop me if you guys know this, but the format rights are just the right to essentially create, uh, well, like the office in the UK, yeah, yeah, they bought the format rights to do it in the United States with Stephen Carell, right? And so yeah. there was some interest, but uh, I, I don't know why it just never, they never materialized. National Lampoon was interested in buying it, but they wanted to call it National Lampoon Trailer Park Boys.
0: Yeah, oh, no, that, yeah, that wouldn't work. Yeah, it
3: just didn't feel right to us, you know, so yeah um, anyway
0: which is weird because now it's massive in the states like it's it's i think it's bigger there than it is in canada now
3: is I it think, really i, I think, think so yeah to, i think it's,
0: since, it's, since netflix picked it up it's like it's yeah. definitely because they they've done tours and stuff and they do the comic cons and things now and it's always in the states sometimes in yeah. canada but yeah yeah I first, it, I
2: first heard of it when it hit netflix and then it was like a raging fire it just Boom! You know, like it—it it went off crazy, and yeah. everybody was talking about it. And when,
3: uh, when did you first watch the show, Sky? What year? Uh two thousand. Gavin of 10? Oh yeah, so okay. So we were well into it. Yeah. Did yeah. you when you watched the first season? Did you did you say to yourself, "What? The, what is uh, this? This looks so." No.
2: Well, you know, like the first, the first season, the first couple episodes was about character development and teaching you about who's who. And, mm-hmm. and at first I'm like, I'll stick with this. I'll stick with this. And then it just got crazier and crazier. You know, here you got Ray riding around in a wheelchair, looking over his shoulders, you know, trying to evade, you know, like insurance or whatever. And and these three guys <laughs> were always going to jail at the end of the season. And, uh, Man, it's it just was like everybody was talking about it down here well
3: that's, i guess it took netflix to do that I, I you know um you know i have to give the boys the credit because they they when my last season working on the show was season 7 i uh, um it doesn't mean anything i suppose because you don't know what the season numbers are they took it over did season 8 nine, 10, 11. i'm not sure how many they did then it went they, they
0: did 12
3: in twelve,
0: yeah. after John
3: after John died, they I think they went to an animated show. Uh, so I guess it did well. And I the boys have always been on the road doing you know performing the show. I I think Bubbles is on the road now. I think he's making a movie.
0: Yeah, he did. He I think they just they wrapped it up. It's coming out next year and new movie.
3: You know more about it than I do. Gav.
0: <laughs> yeah, well I was in it he's as well. I was I was activity. an extra in it. So we did a day's filming, which was great fun.
3: So are you sworn to secrecy? You can't tell me what it's
0: about? I can tell you, but I won't tell you on the podcast. <laughs>
3: <laughs> tell me the title. I think I know the title. But it's called Bubbles
0: about... Bubbles and the Shit Rockers. It's yeah, a, it basically that's... follows Bubbles' band around Europe. Right, so, right. Yeah. Are
3: the other boys in it, like Rob and Jake?
0: They're in it as well, yeah. yeah. I think it's focused mainly on Bubbles, but the other guys are in it too.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, talk about right up the alley. You know, talk about working with your strengths of course mike is such a good uh performer you know musician yeah. to and to create that character of bubbles and the shitrockers. rockers i mean you know and i bet he's got a lot of good people playing with them too
0: yeah it's a solid band it is a solid yeah. band yeah i've seen him play a few times
3: yeah well good for them
0: yeah so um so like when you when it came time to you to obviously you saw you got you and Mike Lattenbury you sold the rights to the boys. Was that hard was that a hard decision for you? Or were you were just were you ready at that point to go, you know what, it's time to kind of pass the torch on?
3: Yeah, that's a good question. I think I was ready. Uh and I think Mike C was. I hate to speak for Mike. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think we felt it was time um to to move on. Um it was very hard for Mike Clattenburg because you know, Mike was the key creative force in that show.
0: Yeah.
3: And so Mike had to constantly come up with new episode ideas and uh you know, and uh there are uh it was just time. I think it was just time for Mike yeah. and I to get out, you know. I I think it was. Uh I I I I, re- I missed it in some ways, but in a lot of ways I think it was the right decision. Yeah. You know, if you're there's this you don't and i think it maybe in some ways it's it's already happened to some degree you get sort of typecast i mean mike smith i can't well mike i think is probably a very good actor and rob has done other work outside of trailer park boys i'm not sure about john paul so i mean they've done at least rob has done a good job of not being typecast you know as as ricky um but, you know, you do the same thing after a while and it forecloses on every other project that you want to do. And I, there were other projects that I, I wanted to do um, that. I, I think in some in some ways, uh, having trailer park boys over my head was. Uh, was. I think there was a lot of condescension, let's put it that way. From yeah. the big mucky mucks in toronto who thought that oh what a quaint little show those maritimers did you know and you know it's not real tv and they're not really actors and they're not really writers you know and i i and i think what pissed them off the most was that we created a show arguably the top rated comedy Canada in years and years and years that they have Definitely. never been able to create and still haven't created. Now, I, I there are some shows out there I'm sure that you could, guys could comment on that I haven't seen that Canadian comedy comedies. I don't know. I don't really watch much anymore. Do you guys That's watch right. a lot of Canadian TV? I bet you, Scott, I bet you don't even know what Canadian TV is outside. No, <laughs> no,
2: I, I do. I, I watch a lot of Canadian comedies like Corner Gas, Letterkenny, uh, uh, you know, Trailer Park Boys, of course.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, uh Pink is in. Uh, I, I watch quite more up there than I do down here.
3: Is that right? Well, yeah. Corner Gas had a nice run, didn't they? You know. And I think is Larry Kenny. I don't know. I, I have not seen that show. Uh, is it's it, okay. They, it?
0: I mean, they say it rivals Trailer Park Boys. I don't think it does. It's it's kind of a. It's a certain um, niche, I suppose. It's got a, You know, yeah. it's got a certain kind of fan. Does it? It's not for me. Scott likes it.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I like it. Do you get it over in the UK, Kelly?
1: No, I tend to watch when I visit Gavin in <laughs> Cole Harbour.
0: Yeah, she watches it all when <laughs> she comes over here. <clears throat> I mean,
3: Britain and comedy go hand in hand. I mean, you, Britain has created so many wonderful comedy shows. I think I'd have to say my fa- I have two favourite TV shows. Uh, the Office, the British version.
0: Yeah, brilliant.
3: And I even hate to say the British version because to me there is only one.
0: Yeah, office. I mean, yeah. I like the I like the American one, but the British one's definitely the best. Ricky Gervais oh, is a genius. So
3: good, Ricky Gervais is so so clever, so funny. And the other one, which uh, was the Larry Sh- Larry Sh- Larry Sanders show with Gary Shandling. You guys ever? Oh watch yeah, that?
0: yeah, I haven't seen that no, but I, I know. Oh,
3: he's he's gone now. He's long gone. But the show has been on for years. But those are my sort of my <clears throat> go to shows when I'm you know. So yeah, no, it, it was time. To, I think it was time to leave, and uh, you know, and the guys certainly had the creative energy to keep going, and I think that's you know, and more power to them, and they've done extremely well with it. So
0: yeah, well, I remember at the um, I was at the premiere for the third movie. that was your last involvement with with the show, and um, be, right before they showed the movie, you you got up and gave a speech. This was in Halifax, in the Oxford, I believe. That yeah, was it called the yeah. Oxford, day? yeah. Yes. Um, and you gave a really nice sort of send off speech. It was so nice. And then I knew afterwards I was going to, we were going to do like an after party and I was like, oh, I've got to meet Barry and you you weren't there, or at least I didn't see you there. But that speech that you gave was really nice. It was really nice.
3: Thank you. I, you know and I. now that you mentioned it, I kind of remember it. (laughs) It's bad (laughs) for you knowing more about these things than I do. No, I tend to, I tend not to go to the parties, to tell you the truth. I'm just not. I'm not a party guy, you know, and again, we you and I were talking before. Um, doing this podcast is, I've been nervous about this all week.
1: Oh, yeah, yes, you know, yes, some
3: fans I worldwide. I, um, I don't, I, you know, it's that thing. Here, here's the thing I, I don't like to watch interviews about actors. I, I think they, especially when they talk about their work, they, they sound so self important. And I always think that people, when they're going to watch this, and they're going to think one of two things: Oh, Barry Down, no, that's that's where he is. He's in Nova Scotia. And the other ones are going to think, what a fucking asshole.
0: And I probably <laughs> no one's sure going to think say, that. Is that okay? <laughs> no, honestly, you know, I I not look, I'm
3: not looking for. I'm not looking for. But that's what I think because yeah. I because that's what I think when I watch interviews. I think, oh god. What
0: a- but it's funny because you, you you say that, but it's like it's insane to me to even think that because. Like you, you created this character and you played this character because that's obviously what you're most known for is playing Ray, and it was it's been over ten years, but and I'm not just saying this, but Ray is one of the fan favorite characters, and even though it's been ten years, you are your character is still a huge part of the show. So for, like, which is a testament to you as an actor, obviously, and, and a producer. So for you to come on and say, you know, I. I I don't really know what people would want to know about me. You know, they're going to think I'm an asshole. Like it's just, it's so foreign to me because it's not the case at all. People, people will love just even just hearing your voice after this many years. That's funny.
3: You know, I mean, uh, Ray had some great lines, you know, there's no question. He had some of the best lines in the show. Best
0: character on the show.
3: Well, you know, he had, he had, he did have some good (laughs) lines, but no, I always felt insecure about the part. And it's funny, you know, it's funny. I, 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 I guess I'm known for playing Ray on the show. But, you know, I, I this is this is the pompous in me. And this is the arrogance in me. And this is why I think people will, after they hear me talk, will think, what a dick. <laughs> you know, I, I would like to be remembered as the guy who brought Trailer Park Boys to television and wrote, co-wrote the first two seasons. You know, that yeah. part in the creative development of the show, that that's far more important to me, although that's that's the behind the scenes stuff. The visible yeah. stuff was the character Ray. Um, but give, here's an example, and um, uh, we were, I think we were filming, oh gosh, I can't, can't remember this gap, I'm sorry, but we were filming, We, I think we were shooting the last movie, the Trailer Park Boys 3 movie, and we were shooting at Massey Hall in Toronto, which is uh, equivalent to, I guess, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, it's, it's the music venue in yeah. Toronto, it's not like, it's not like, uh, the big state big massive stadium but it's a it's an intimate uh, venue where all the musical acts love to perform anyway um we were shooting there and uh after the show uh i wasn't in the show uh we were i was there with mike klatberg we were shooting some scenes i think for the movie for the last movie and um uh Oh, shoot. What was I going to say? Somebody just came to my door. Um, um, oh, yeah. OK. So, yes. So after the show, um, there's some people waiting downstairs to hope to meet the boys. Right. The three boys. And uh, I stayed upstairs, but I I could see outside and I was on I was on a, a, the exit stairs. I was sort of standing on the stairs and I and I didn't go down to meet people because I uh, this was my thought. They don't want to meet me. They want to talk to the boys, and if I go down there, they're just going to think that I am uh, butting into the boys' uh, popularity. So afterwards, I heard this comment that I was stuck up from not going down because uh, <laughs> uh, you know. And it's funny, people, you, you know, you make, and it's a fair, it's a fair assumption that that person made, but it's so it's so wrong because people don't know. I think actors are generally insecure. I, I was always insecure
0: as a you know? Yeah, no, you're very humble about it. You are like, you know, even just getting you to do this. I know, I know, it's a big deal to you. That's why I mean that, which in turn made me nervous because I'm like, he doesn't do interviews, and he's agreed to do this. Like, this is really special that he's coming on, and well, um,
2: and you know, Barry, Gavin, and I, we've actually talked for years about getting you on. You know, and and uh, we know it's a big honor to have you on with us. So when he said that he talked to you, it was like, wow, can't wait. You know, like your your character and what you do is like so legendary.
0: Thanks, guys. Yeah, and I'm like, you. although you'll, you know, you, just because of the fans, you'll be remembered mostly for Ray. There's a yeah. lot of people no, as well but there's a yeah. lot of people as well that do do know what you did behind the scenes and so i mean like the dvds when they came out there's so much behind the scenes stuff on them and i i've watched them a million times and uh it's really interesting stuff it genuinely is and like that was one thing i really wanted to talk to you about was the producing side of things it wasn't just about playing yeah,
3: you no know, not sure. so because
0: right. i know that's your, your true passion i mean the acting was you obviously passionate about that but your true passion is the the producing and
3: well it is now. I mean I started off as an actor and worked as an actor for quite a few years but now you know it was it was always tough and I guess I just didn't have the fortitude and the perseverance that so many you know, to, that you need to make it as an actor. Um so yeah I, and I love producing. I love I think I love writing more than producing but you know um and I'm and I and I try to spend a lot of my time writing. I know Mike Clattenburg is doing a lot of writing too these days. Um uh from what he's told me um so that's always that's always fun it's always it's nice to be able to write uh at least get to control initially the the process eventually broadcast executives get involved and fuck it up but you know we were lucky with showcase we we were lucky with showcase i mean when, when we first pitched Showcase, I, I mean, we were just in the right place at the right time. Trailer Park Boys would never happen today if anybody came to a network with that concept, that show. Wouldn't in a million years happen.
0: Yeah. Right but, place, right time.
3: Yeah, right place, right time, Gavin. It's exactly what it was, you know. Uh, we approached Showcase who at the time their their license their Canadian uh license, broadcast license was up for renewal. They were there was pressure for them to do some spend money on Canadian programming. And uh, we just happened to be there at the right place. And uh, there was somebody there at Showcase. I I think the guy who I would want to give credit to was Norm Boland. Uh, Norm was a senior VP there. And uh, I am fairly sure Norm was the guy that greenlit this project. Not that it matters because Norm is retired and nobody would know him anymore. But I just want to give a shout out to, to Norm Boland because he was, I'm pretty sure he was the guy that, greenlit the show and uh, you know and it wasn't easy and and broadcasters are putting money in it they have every right to to uh, impose their ideas and their thoughts uh, but that first year man that was that was tough we fought them on virtually everything I mean and we were lucky because we had a strong sense of what the show could be and should be um you know and they were, more interested in doing traditional kind of drama, traditional kind of storytelling. But but anyway, they came around to us, and we have, we developed a good relationship with those guys. But thank God, because yeah. it would have been a miserable seven years. But yeah, it was a uh, you know it was tough to get off the ground, and and they but they stuck with it and get on them. And you know, I have met, honest to God, guys. I have met so many cool people who watched Trailer Park Boys. I couldn't even begin to tell you so many of the people that I have met. Just just randomly on the streets, people come up and say hello. I think sometimes people feel uh, shy to do so, but my God, I am. People that actually, you know, I was in the terminal airport one day and I, I was thinking the lineup and my wife was with me and this guy approached my wife and uh, I could see them talking. I had no idea what they were talking about. And then she came, my wife came over to me and said, there's a gentleman, there's a young fellow here from from Sudbury. I don't know his name, so I can't divulge it. Sudbury, Ontario, which is north, north of Ontario. It's, it's a, it's a, it was a mining town, hard luck town. But um, he wanted to know if he could come over to meet you. He was so shy, he actually went to my wife to ask my oh, wife. Oh, that's nice. Case. And his story was so heartwarming, guys. He was on his way somewhere. I, I I think he was on his way out to Alberta to work in the oil fields. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, you know, they were hard up for money. His, they just had a kid, and he was taking off. The first time he was away from his family, and he wanted just to say, you know, I, I even get choked up about it now. To think that, he, that, to think that we gave him so much. He said, he said, he said, I'm going there with my DVDs and that's what's going to make me feel like I'm always at home because he and his wife used to watch the show all the time. And you know, if you can give that kind of if you can have that kind of a relationship with the viewer, holy Christ. I mean, we've yeah. done, you know. And the thing is as
0: well, that's like that's one guy, but that has happened so much around the yeah. world with loads of people. And there's even actually there's a couple that me and Scott know. They one guy from the UK and she's from the US. They got married recently, and they met because of their love for Trailer Park Boys. So it literally does bring people together.
3: You know, it's it's nice. It's it's a nice legacy to uh, have been part of, and and we're all part of it. I mean, you guys are part of it. Everybody's part of it because if not for, you know, if not for you guys, it it would long ago have died. And and you know, people are telling me now that you know, I am, I could be. I could be, I could be grandfather. I'm not, I could, I'm certainly old enough. Right. And so, <laughs> and so, and, and, and now <laughs> the kids of parents are watching the show again. Like I'm hearing about 14 and 15 and 16 year olds yeah. who are coming to Trailer Park Boys brand new. It's like having a whole new audience all over again. It's,
0: it's, it is all the time. And like, that's is. the thing as well. Like your work will forever live on, which must be amazing to feel to to know that
3: when I think about that and when I think about all of the good times for sure you know you know we
0: look at someone like John Dunsworth who's obviously no longer with us anymore but like Jim Leahy he's going to live on forever he's always going to be around and we can always watch the show and and there he is you know in all his glory you
3: know John John was one of the most complex people I'd ever known in my life He, he was yeah he was quite a guy John you know he, he has left a legacy. John had a legacy, I think, before Trailer Park Boys, certainly in this area.
0: Yeah, yeah everyone knows. Him.
3: Certainly Trailer Park Boys cemented it. And his character, Jim Leahy. I mean, well, you can say that about every character in the show. I mean, Randy. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I know that uh, Trevor, uh, Who? Um, sorry, what's his name? Mike, of course. Mike.
0: Uh, Michael Jackson.
3: What is his name?
0: Michael Jackson.
3: Michael Jackson.
0: i just so bad. How can you forget me. that one?
3: <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I know, but, you know, I mean, I, I loved working with Michael, and I, I know he said some bad things about us online. Um, I have yeah. never read the comments, but I've been told he's, you know, he said some pretty, pretty, pretty mean things. Yeah. About us, uh, uh, but I, I loved working with Mike as an actor. He, he was funny. He was one guy on set who could make me like, you know, break up on set and room takes. Um Mike was a great guy. Uh- you know he he and I I have no idea what's happened to Mike since and I'm sure he's no he's kind of gone
0: there. off the radar we don't don't hear anything I know he was he's been involved in different bands and things over the years
3: yeah yeah he was a musician and he worked in the he worked on the uh, he worked as a as a grip I think on a lot of and I mean maybe he still does yeah Mike was never Mike was never an actor to my knowledge I don't think Mike ever started as an actor but if you guys ever watched that black have you ever watched the original Trailer Park Boys the black yeah. and white yeah he and um, oh, everybody in that. I mean, that's when I first saw that movie. I thought, oh, my God, this is, this is, I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen characters like this. I've never, you know, Nova Scotian characters were not, were not wearing fishing hats and, you know, because that's what everybody thinks of with Nova <laughs> That's just Scotian. stereotypical, yeah. Fishermen yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and here you get these guys. And I thought Mike Jackson and Corey Bowles as as Trevor and Corey. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: I'm glad they were funny amazing of course ricky and julian i mean that original black and white
0: well my my wife my wife warned me because we met online and i came to visit and she said listen there's a tv show that's filmed here and i just you may have seen it because i know that it's available in the uk she said um we're not we don't live like that i don't want you to think that's what my family's like we're not like that like we don't run around with guns and things and i would never heard of it and i was like I, i remember going to a bowling alley and there was a picture of the boys up like behind where the counter was i don't know why I think it was signed, and she said, "That's it. That's the Trailer Park Boys." And I, said, I'm looking at it like that. Never seen it. Anyway, one day while she was at work and I was, I was over here. I put it on TV and it was on, and I just fell in love with it straight away. It reminded me there's a TV show called Reno Nine One One.
2: Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Spoof,
0: you know, it's kind of a spoofy thing like Trailer Park Boys. And I just fell in love, and then I went to Blockbuster because that was still around, and rented everything they had. Trailer Park Boys brought it home just watched the whole thing, and then I've been a fan ever since.
3: Oh man, that's going way back. I mean,
0: yeah,
3: yeah, that's going back to the early days. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure. If there are any specific questions, you there,
0: there is, to ask, I've got, I've got one question for you, and this is going to put you on the spot now. But be completely honest. If um, if they asked you to go back to to just to act, just to play Ray for for a one-off like scene, if you like, would you consider doing that? Would you consider going back? Or are you like no? That's I'm, I'm done.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, if they said you know we'll, we'll pay you well, you know we'll look after you, like would no. you go back?
3: It wouldn't be anything about the money. Um, I would, I would say no. Yeah, I would say no. Uh, I I think I think I've done my bit. Uh, I remember the very last scene i shot in the in the third movie the trailer party boys movie was the scene where ray is at the dump and he's explaining that uh he he made eleven thousand dollars he set that's the right yeah yeah that, that was a last scene, and i remember at the end of that thinking and i actually have it written in my calendar and i'll never erase it ray's last day and, and i'm very happy with that and uh and it has nothing to do with the boys uh it, it, i think it has for me you know gavin i mean look I, I i say no you you never say never circumstances change but as of right now
0: this yeah.
3: moment i would say no
0: yeah you
3: know i think just, that he had
0: the perfect send-off as well I mean, that, that third movie starts out where he's essentially passed away and then at the end there's like this little thing yeah. this little video that he's still around i yeah. actually got choked up when i seen that in the theater i mean my <laughs> wife was with me and she was like oh it was really sweet that he just snuck in this little video to Ricky to say that he was still around. (laughs) And that's how I like to remember, you know, Ray. Yeah. Um,
3: This is very, very good. You guys have made this process very, this has been, this has been amazing.
0: Honestly, like you don't, you don't, you definitely don't because you're so humble. You definitely don't realize how much this means to us. Honestly.
3: It was a, it was a pleasure. You guys, it was nice to meet you. I hope we meet in person someday. Scott, I can't wait to get to the tropics with you in Chicago. I <laughs> And no idea Chicago had palm trees, but that's good. I pop up the coal harbor every now and then. <laughs> the the sea gavins. So yeah, definitely. Kelly, you're in Liverpool now, eh? Are you What's in that? Liverpool now?
0: That's Kelly. where Kelly is. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Kelly, you're in Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can m- maybe all meet one day let's go for a drink. Visit Gavin. next
0: time she's down we'll go for a drink well i'll buy That's you a drink you know what? that sounds like a good deal okay right one last thing before you go yeah can you say just once i, I hate to do this <laughs> can you say you know what i'm gonna say don't you
3: it's either way she goes or way of the road or guy the Way she team.
0: goes it's gotta be we've got to get that off your body <laughs>
3: Way she goes, boys. Way she fucking goes. <laughs> the best I perfect. can do. It's been 10 years.
0: Yeah, well, we see we got the exclusive on that. That was perfect. Oh, no. Honestly, Barry, all right. Barry. thank you so much. Thanks, it's been, guys. I, could, I could speak to you for another three hours, honestly. It's been absolutely lovely. Thank you so much.
3: Well, it was a pleasure, and thanks for making this uh, enjoyable. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks. Thanks oh, very nice much, man. You, you take Barry. care. Hopefully, we'll see you soon.
3: Nice. nice meeting all of you guys.
0: Bye, Barry. Bye, Bye.
3: Right. Hey, what's going on? This is Bobble from Trailer Park Boys, and you're listening to Major's Matt Hall.
0: <laughs> right, what an interview that was! And I- I'm still even just listening back to that. I'm st- as you can see on, on the camera, Cal, like I'm, I'm smiling cheek to cheek. That was so much fun.
1: Yeah, and he's even like saying, let's go for a drink when you next come over, which is hilarious.
0: Yeah, yeah well, I, so I sent him a message after that. You know, I said, you know, thank you very much again. Just want to say it means a lot that you came on. And he messaged me back and he was like, no problem at all. And I'd said something about like, we'll go for that drink. And he goes, Def- we'll definitely go for that drink. So next time you're over, well, I'll, I'll we'll have, have to see. send him a message and just say, listen, Kelly's in town. Ta- Kell's in town. <laughs> 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 if you fancy meeting off for a drink? Let's go.
1: Like, have you ever actually met him?
0: Never met him, but You've I've seen him. the one
1: character that so you so haven't when met.
0: It, yeah. And I really want to meet him in person. And so when I was on set for the third movie, he was there, but I didn't speak to him. I just seen him. He was honest. He was actually on a cell phone texting or something. He was doing something on a phone. So seeing him from a distance. And then when that movie was released and I got to go to the premiere, he was at the premiere. And that's what I mentioned in the interview where he, he was giving a speech before the film was shown. So he was there and I knew I was going to the after show party and I thought, oh, I'll get to meet him after. And he wasn't there. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'd love to meet him one day. And I mean, obviously, virtually we've met, which is great. But yeah, I'd love to shake his hand. Definitely.
1: Yeah, for sure. And he sounded like he was keen to do so. So, yeah, we never know. You never know. Barry will exactly. make it happen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. OK, so, th- so these games we're going to play, I think we're going to yeah. do. We're going to do Mastermind first. Now, master I don't even know why we've called it that, but Mastermind is a game we play that when we've had a guest on, we each, me and Kelly, we each pick a topic that's somehow connected to that guest, and the other person has to ask us questions on that topic. So for these topics, um, we have gone with, hold on, We've been I'm a bit just, cruel gonna... to
1: each other this time. Because normally we choose our own topics,
0: yeah, but we've d- kind we of have. chose for each other. Yeah, so time. so on this one, like I've chose for Kelly, I've chose uh, producing because he was a producer or he is a producer, and Kelly has chose for me theater because <laughs> he's involved. He was involved with the theater, That's so true. we're gonna yeah, we're gonna do that now. So it was it was gonna do one each back and forth, or we can do. No, nah, I don't think. I think we should do. Three, you do three and then I'll do three. Let's do that. Okay. Okay, so Kelly's going to ask me now three questions about theatre and I've got to try and get them right.
1: Okay. <laughs> what is the most expensive theatre show to watch, like to pay like for a ticket?
0: Oh, Okay, well, I'm going to guess. Well, it would be a guess because why would I know that? I'm going to say, only because I know it's popular and a lot of people like to go and see it. And it's probably not the right answer. But is it The Lion King? <laughs> no. <laughs> is it, can I have a second guess? Go on. Is it Cats?
1: No. Nope.
0: Okay, I'm lost then.
1: Hamilton?
0: Oh, you know what? Right. That passed my mind when you first said it. And I was like, I won't say that.
1: Yeah, it's like, it was a big deal. Like, um, at the ticket prices, because it's so expensive to go and watch. We were going to get someone from Hamilton on this.
0: Yeah, we interview were. Interviewed this
1: at one point, but we, um, I don't think we actually pursued it ourselves, did we?
0: No, probably didn't. Stick it kind of back then... on the list.
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry. What theatre production is a song memories from?
0: So... Um, okay, is it Le Miserable? Is that how you say it? No. Isn't it? <laughs> oh, see, I don't know.
1: Gonna give you a clue, then? Go on, then. James Corden was in the film remake of it. Oh, Cats. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> You're going to give me that one, even though you have to give me a clue? I am,
1: I'm going gonna... to. All right, then. You can have a, half a point. And the last one is, Donny Osmond and Jason Donovan have both played which role?
0: Oh, it's got to be uh, Joseph...
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> you haven't
1: got that one with Jason Donovan. He played made his own life.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. That's well, that's what it was. What's the song he sings in that? Oh, I
1: don't Any know dream will do. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs>
0: <Excellent>. <laughs>
1: there you go. So <laughs> you can have one and a half points. Well done.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so these questions are for you. So I've got one and a half. I'm just gonna mark that down. One and a half. <laughs> Garvin. Okay. Now, this this question here's got multiple answers. Oh, geez. So just give me one. Okay. Okay. And it's yeah, you've got to say you can't be too vague. So I wanna know <laughs> what what does a producer do? What does a producer do? You can't say produce. You have to give me something. Like, what's one of their jobs? What are they responsible for?
1: Like <sighs> How do you put it into words? Make sure production goes well. No, right?
0: that's too. No, you can't have that.
1: <laughs> like they're kind of directing a scene, but not in a director way in like a production way.
0: No, they don't direct.
1: No, they're not directing, but the
0: You're trying to get out of this by being vague. You can't. You've got to
1: <laughs> It's hard to put into words. Um, what are
0: they responsible for?
1: The production.
0: You can't just say the production. That does, that's not answering the question.
1: The flow <laughs> of the production. No, see,
0: look, you're still trying to get out of it. Go on, half a point. Okay, so what? No, not half a point. No points. You've not given me anything. So it says here, um, they are... They are they are the overall decision makers. Producers will come up with story ideas and hire writers, or choose and secure rights to scripts. They decide on the scale and budget of the film, and source financing from investors, studios, and distributors.
1: So they Definitely have to do half a lot.
0: They do a lot. No, you're not getting half a point. <laughs> they do a lot. Which uh, don't get me wrong, I didn't know that until I'd read it. Like that's a lot of stuff. I wouldn't stuff. have
1: been able to. Yeah, you know, it was a hard question. That. It
0: was was. I feel like a lot of people don't realise how much producers do. No, um, I
1: didn't realise all the behind the scenes stuff. I thought right, that'd be more This one's
0: like... a good question, this next one. Who produced Dirty Dancing?
1: <gasps>
0: Who produced it? Don't be looking over as if there's a poster on the wall.
1: There's not! I do know this. I do know this. Emilio um That's <sighs> the best one. No, it's not. New <laughs> uh what's the set I don't know his second name, but it's Amelia something.
0: That's that's not what I've got. Isn't it? That's I not what he... I've got. Let me just double check because it did come up with it did come up with two, but the, the, the person that I've put was the one that was mentioned on multiple articles. That the person you just said wasn't. So anyway. He definitely
1: maybe he was director.
0: You'll get you'll get a point if you're right. Hold on. Sorry about this, listeners.
1: <laughs> I should know. He did my favourite movie, shouldn't I?
0: No, it's not. It's not that. That's not the right person. The other person is not that person you just said.
1: I've seen this millions of times. I can so give you the clue. Go on. It's a woman. No, it's a woman. It's the one that does the um, she choreographs in it as well.
0: But you can't say, you know, it was a woman because you just said Emilio.
1: He directs it. I've got confused oh, okay. with the producer and director. Um, I think she actually wrote it about her actual. She wrote it about her actual life.
0: I don't know the history of the woman. Oh, I actually can't bland. pronounce. I can't pronounce her second name. But if you got her first name, I'd accept that.
1: I can't think of it. It's gone. She give up. I think she
0: actually. I'm going to tr- try and say her surname. Linda got got Linda got
1: I'm going to have to Google see if the woman I was thinking of.
0: Linda Gottlieb It's a strange name Okay So that's so far zero Right come Down on there. this last one here I've, is, This is easy now are you ready Get off your phone Because oh. this one here I need your attention for
1: Okay I was just seeing it that was the one I was thinking of It's not
0: no point so it doesn't matter
1: oh, Alright
0: <laughs> Okay There is a famous producer that is oh, now geez. a convicted sex offender Who is it
1: Harvey Weinstein.
0: Correct.
1: Yes.
0: I'm in with true crime. <laughs> Trust it to be the one who's in the gossip headlines.
1: <laughs> I, I, so I you I'm got up, a full point.
0: Little...
1: Thank you. With true crime, I'm in there. I'll have a good knock.
0: <laughs> 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 Fantastic. <laughs> right. The next game. So you talk us through this next game because this is still a bit confusing to me.
1: Okay. So there's a little trend going around on TikTok.
0: A little trend.
1: A little trend. And it's um we'll use Usher's song because that's the that's the trend that's going around. So if I to you, for example, what was Usher doing at seven o'clock? And you'd say it, to me
0: Yeah, I'd say seven uh what was you doing at seven o'clock? He was in he was in his drop top.
1: Cruising the street.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to. So you don't have to sing the line, but it's essentially no. like you ask a question, and it's it's gonna be a lyric from a song.
1: Yes, you've got to answer with the lyric. Yeah, you can't just say oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, any old answer. It's got to be the lyric.
0: Okay. So we have made the rules for this as we've gone along. We so have. This, this yeah. Is like we're testing it now, so this might not even flow.
1: It might be rubbish, but we're gonna give it a whirl. And I don't actually know some of the songs I've picked. I've been heard overseas, so <laughs> I'm hoping that they have. <laughs> some of them definitely have because they are American. So,
0: all right, well, we shall we shall see. All right, do it's you just do the yours? first
1: one? I'm not sure is, but I'll go with it anyway. <laughs> Who did Lou Bega want by his side?
0: <laughs> oh, I'm Hang I'm on. Hang on a minute. <laughs> I can't. I can't think. <laughs> I, I, all I know is a little bit of. I know Sandra was in the sun. <laughs> Mary he was all night long.
1: You're too far in. You need to go back. I know. I know.
0: It's the chorus, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, don't. It's not. It's not. No, because Rita's all I need. <laughs> ding, ding, I can't ding, go. Ding, ding, da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't think. Is number
1: five in America as well?
0: Yeah, surely. It will, be, yeah. it will... because it is. Everyone knows that shite. <laughs> Stick him on the list. Get him on. <laughs> um, No, it's gone. I can't do it. You give up? I give up. I can't do it.
1: A little bit of Erica.
0: Oh, no. I wouldn't have got. He either said Erica's all I need.
1: <laughs> a little bit of Monica in, in his life. He wants a little bit of yeah. by his side. A little oh, bit yeah. of Jessica.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I, I wanted you to pick Sandra, Sandy in the sun. Sandra She's too easy.
1: Everyone knows that line. I know. I had to be a bit more difficult.
0: Mary's all night long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> My mum loves that because it has Pamela in it. <laughs> She's <laughs> yeah. a little bit of Pamela. <laughs> right what shoes are you wearing with those baggy sweatpants
0: well shouldn't it be the artist what is the artist oh, wearing oh
1: I thought it was too easy
0: well I can't, hold on
1: what was Flo Rider wearing with those baggy sweatpants uh,
0: see it's still no, no, non the clearer, I don't know oh, if, I don't would, listen to 100%. Flo Rida if, if, if Flo Rida comes on the radio I turn it off
1: you will definitely know this song.
0: Oh, I don't, well, I don't know that.
1: Apple-bottom jeans, pants. boots with the fur. Oh, Apple-bottom jeans. Yes. Yeah. But the baggy okay. sweat pants. I didn't even realise
0: that was Flow Rida.
1: And the... Du, 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 du.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. I, I give don't off. give me a point because I didn't get it.
1: And the Reeboks with the straps he was wearing.
0: Oh yeah, see you know I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have got it. Next one.
1: Where was Otis Redden heading when he left home? His home in Georgia.
0: In <laughs> Georgia, San Francisco Bay.
1: Yes, you can um, have a point. <laughs> well, not San—it's heading for the Frisco Bay, but you can have it.
0: Yeah, I'm having it.
1: You can have that.
0: <laughs> if I was getting a taxi, I'd have to give the full name, wouldn't I, to get there? So. <laughs> One point. Brilliant. Right.
1: Here.
0: Here's my four. Now. Here's my three. Sorry. Yeah, because we did only do three, didn't we? That you finished. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've just done All three. Right.
0: Yeah. Right, here we go. Oh, God. I think this is easy. So we'll see. Who is Chris Kirkpatrick going to get his ass kicked worse than? Oh. Kelly's just thinking. It's hard. It's hard, this game, isn't it? It is hard. It's like having Craig back on the pod with the dead air.
1: I know, sorry.
0: No, it's all right. I'm just trying to fill the gaps. Oh. Maybe? No. Isn't it? Incorrect. Incorrect.
1: I'll give up, then.
0: You give up? Where stand them little, bing, li, li, little Limp biscuit bastards?
1: Ah. Uh, <laughs> Moby's the next line, isn't he? Moby's, Moby's definitely
0: the next in there. He goes, yeah. oh,
1: Moby. You can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: I missed the line. It's a Damn hard it.
0: game. It is a hard it is. game. It is. Right. Here we go. Next one. Where? Um, oh, hold on. Let, let me just read it. Hold, hold on. Okay, where is Pink running as fast as she can to? To
1: the middle of nowhere. Correct. Yes, we got a point!
0: Correct. Brilliant. That was a good one. I'm glad you got that. Thank right, you. next one. Now, I think I feel like you're going to get this one because I know you're a big fan of the person, which is oh. if that's a clue. Well, no, it's not a clue because there's names in it, so it's not a clue. It could be anyone. Right. No, no, know, but I'm going to mention the, the the person's name, just like I did with Pink, the person's got <laughs> yeah, okay, mentioned. Okay. So anyway, um, but again, let me just read it so I don't trip over my words. Okay, what is Chris Stapleson asking you to hold on Type 4? Oh. I feel like a ahead, bit of I mean. Chris
1: Stapleson. I
0: know,
1: I can't think.
0: I know you like him. You've got tickets to go and see him, haven't you?
1: I know, but I can't think.
0: I figured you, you would have got this one straight away.
1: No. No, No, that's it. End no. of. End
0: of. Cowboy on a white horse. No. Do you, do you even know that song? No. This is like... it When I say it's his new single, it's been off for months. Like, it, I think it was... Well, I added in my playlist when but you um, came to visit, so it's like not new, but it's like new this year.
1: I'm a bit more old school. I like the old let, tracks. Let's, let, you know what, right? right let's,
0: let's cut the shite. You you like Tennessee whiskey, don't you? I Do yeah. That's it.
1: And bought in tickets prayer. off the back
0: of one song, haven't
1: you? And I don't like his voice. I don't need to know every song. I just On like that his one voice.
0: song though. That's the one song. I
1: love that one song. That one song's right up there.
0: So all the I'm other like, songs yeah. you. Put, you couldn't give a shiny about, could you, all the hey, other what, ones? No, I do play... Do you know that.
1: what? I actually like... There's more Morgan Wallen, more... I like him, more no. songs, but um, I like Chris Stinson's voice.
0: But he's Tennessee not like... Whiskey. Oh, I've got tickets like, here to go and see Tennessee Whiskey. I
1: have, and I'm quite happy.
0: <laughs> You'll be sat there like this, bored shitless for the whole show, and then when he sings that song... Tennessee like, Whiskey hey! comes on, I'll be
1: dead <laughs> happy. <laughs> this is what I've gone for brilliant no I do listen to them I just don't know them as, as well but never mind <laughs> he's not like he's not like an usher to me like yeah one, I know all the albums and stuff I'm not like I'm a fan of his voice I'm not like every single but, song but
0: listen but listen to that song because it's very Gavin DeGraw-esque this cowboy on a white horse it's really good honestly and I like live music
1: called. so I would see anybody within reason of yeah. my musical genre. wouldn't go and see a rock band. It's not my thing. But I'd go to most live performance because I like live music. So yeah. I don't need to necessarily need to know every track to go and watch them.
0: Yeah, for me to justify spending the bloody amount it costs these days to go to a show, I'd have to be a fan. I couldn't just go willy-nilly. There's no chance. Ah! I'd have, I'd have to be into them. And even then, it's like... Do I really need to see them live? Like, it's... I can't remember the last time I went to a concert. It's been ages.
1: What was the last concert I went to?
0: Yeah, who who did I go to last? I I honestly can't can't remember.
1: remember. Michael Bublé.
0: Yeah, I can't, know. It's gone. I want to say it was Richard Marks, but I feel like I've seen seen other bands and stuff since then.
1: It would have been um, Pop 2000 if we weren't bitter about
0: it oh no that's i'm still gutted about that still gutted <laughs> and i've got i've got the money saved but i've had to like use oh. it for stuff no 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 i've had to use it for stuff to then put back do you know what i mean because it's it's cash that's there and when something comes up unexpected it's hard not to go well i'll just use that because it's there yeah so There's always i've still, I've still got that. it i'm not like you know i'll make sure i put it back <laughs> but yeah it's not. It's not Dead nice. Times. But I'm. I am still. Oh, I'll forever be gutted that that <laughs> show didn't happen because of the stuff we were promised and we were told we we're going to happen. It was too good to be true.
1: Anywho, that's another. That's another. Know, story. yeah,
0: depressing. Depressing. Right. We do have so... a
1: third game, don't we? That you've aptly named.
0: Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> with this one, right? I was. Got. I almost did this one. Um. With Mike yesterday, when we because we recorded, I recorded 100, episode one hundred and ninety nine yesterday, and yeah. um, I scrapped it because it. What well, I went with the Liverpool route because I I I made a stipulation to him. I was like, you can't pick the four Beatles.
1: Yeah, you can only pick one beetle. If you're gonna pick yeah. a beetle.
0: So, so well, let's just explain the rules. So it's Kelly's head of this game. It's called Mount Rushmore. Everyone knows what Mount Rushmore is. It's like four presidents carved into the side of a mountain. I can't. I only know. Um, George Washington. I can't. I couldn't tell you the others. I don't know I think, for sure. Is it Lincoln, one of
1: them. Lincoln's or... got
0: to be one of many, and then there's another Surely. two. Yeah. yeah, probably Trump. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, right. So, um, so the the rule is that like we were going to do Liverpool because it was like you pick four people from Liverpool that you'd put in the side of a mountain. So uh, the stipulation was you can't put the Beatles on because it most people go oh the Beatles can't do that. Yeah, you could have one Beatle and that's it. So what did we decide on?
1: We decided on Trailer Park Boys characters.
0: Yes, or we people. did. Yeah. Okay, so I haven't prepared for this, mm-hmm. but I don't need to because I could tell you anyway.
1: Yes, yeah, so you have fine. reasons why but, they're on your mountain.
0: Yeah. So me and Mike are going to do it with the Liverpool one, and I couldn't think of four people that I put on the side, and that oh. sounds terrible. It sound it does sound bad. I probably would put Paul McCartney on there, but then I can't Holy think. Brady? of... Grady. Would you say yeah? But you're just naming people just for the sake of it. Would you actually put him? Would he be one of them? But yeah, he he's get... a
1: legend. He loves he loves dogs.
0: Well, he <laughs> did dude. He's dead now. Um, I'd probably put Patricia Outledge on there. Who? But, what? Who? Hyacinth <laughs> Bouquet. No. What do you mean? No, you still you still don't know who Hyacinth Bouquet is. No. Oh, my mind is blown. Like. I how do you not know keeping up appearances? i have never watched it. It doesn't matter. she's like she's a <laughs> she's a baconhead legend. How can you not know who she is
1: well, the
0: nineties now no clue. I've saved I don't know I was gonna say I've saved their tea. I haven't I washed the teacups that were then used to save her tea.
1: We' not um, a stupid question now, but I've heard of Mrs. Bouquet. Is that the same person? Yeah
0: like the I character.
1: okay. I didn't know that's her first name,
0: Patricia Outledge. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, so anyway, I'd put air on He's on on your mountain. Paul O'Grady. Well, we're not doing Liverpool, are we? I couldn't think of four. When you start thinking, oh, maybe Craig Charles, you know that game's not working.
1: No, I'd put probably sports people in there. I'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing.
0: (laughs) Steve McNally. (laughs) (laughs) Steve's (laughs) brother Mike I
1: was going more Stevie G but (laughs) (laughs) Stevie Mac can go on the mountain if he wants
0: (laughs) Right all right. so let's do our so you go first on this one
1: Right let's I don't know the characters very well so I'm going off (laughs) random things that I've seen okay Okay So I'm going for Barry. He's going to be on the mountain. Barry's going on
0: there, yeah. Barry's. He's got to go on on the
1: mountain. Lovely chap. Spent this time talking to us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Got a little bit of your dad. (laughs) Ask him.
0: (laughs) We didn't mention that, but like some people, Craig actually was the one who brought it up. Craig thinks Barry looks a little bit like my dad. He doesn't. He does a little bit. Got like the same nose.
1: Yeah, a little bit.
0: The similarities, but not really.
1: (laughs) So he's going on the mountain for that reason, and then um, Bubbles has got to go on the mountain, (laughs) any.
0: I would say so, yeah.
1: Just because, like, he's even known like people who don't know the Trailer trailer Park Boys. They know the meme. The amount of people that have sent me that meme that don't know who he is, but they love it so (laughs) he's known for that and he's a nice chap to you and um, he likes cats so he can go on the mountain (laughs) yeah Rob (laughs) can go on the mountain
0: Rob, okay, so Rob is Ricky
1: (laughs) oh yeah, Ricky can go on the mountain purely because (laughs) I quite like him in mailbag when he's
0: oh, so mail bags his his... segments on Swearnet where people send gifts in and they just open them on camera, that's it. So, but he, gets, his, watching that.
1: he gets these packages like sent to him because he's the big daddy, doesn't
0: he? Somebody calls him Big Daddy, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah it makes me chuckle. <laughs> I love when Big Daddy gets the parcel
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the other two make fun of him,
1: yeah. He doesn't know what to do with it, does he? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm always intrigued what Big Daddy's been sent.
0: <laughs> I love the fact that this is his legacy that gets him on Mount Rushmore. <laughs>
1: he's on there. He's on the mountain. And then last but not least, and you know who's not going on the mountain?
0: <laughs> Who?
1: Um. Anyway, I'll tell you who's my last one that's going on the mountain first. Yeah, you, I,
0: you, just tell me this and then I'll cut it. Who's not going on the mountain?
1: I can't remember his character's name.
0: Oh, well, that's a start.
1: Is it JP? Or is that his real name? Oh,
0: yeah, because he smashes up the boxes and stuff.
1: Yeah, because he's bag. rude to people who send him gifts on Mailbag. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he gets a big sword and like cuts the boxes yeah. up. without. You he know, breaks he's gonna him. He's ungrateful
1: and... with his gifts. I'm just not happy about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's his character or that's just him. <laughs> but either I think that's way, just him, to be honest. I honestly it? think
0: that's just him, yeah. He's really nice in person, to be fair, but... I, think that's just I don't
1: like the way he bashes the gifts. So he's not going on my mountain, but the Fonz is.
0: Okay, can you be more specific when you say the Fonz is from Happy Days? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bernie.
0: Bernie Ray. Trailer plot
1: boys. Version well, okay. of the Why Fonz. is he going on? Because he's cool.
0: He's that's slick,
1: it. he's suave. He's going on the mountain.
0: <laughs> it's cause you class him as the best looking cast member, is it? <laughs> 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 Yeah, he's laughing.
1: <laughs> he's on, on my mountain.
0: <laughs> we'll have to bring him on sometimes so you can talk to him.
1: <laughs> oh, how funny! Right, so that's my, that is my the,
0: mountain. Such a random bunch of cast members in one spot.
1: <laughs> Look, it's my mountain, and that's who that's who won on it.
0: <laughs> Mad, right? Okay, mine. Barry, Barry's going up there.
1: And why is Barry you going don't up have there? To wipe,
0: you don't have to wipe the slate clean because Kelly's already had him carved in, so leave Barry up there.
1: But why is Barry going up there for you? Why is he not getting because carved of me,
0: because he's Because he's my favourite character and after talking to him, I really like him. I think he's a nice fella.
1: Okay, Barry so, can stay.
0: For that reason. It's for those reasons alone. <laughs> okay. And he wouldn't have Trailer Park Boys if it wasn't for him. Fair. Um, And this is no. This is in no order. This is just the four. There's no order.
1: Okay. Who's next on your mountain?
0: Um, Next. Next one. Again, he's already been carved in, so you don't have to wipe it clean. Mike Smith. Bubbles.
1: So why is Bubbles on there?
0: Because I know him, don't I? I've got to know him on a personal level, and he's an extremely generous person. And I honestly, I I couldn't say a bad word about him. He's a really nice guy. Um, Bubbles is also one of my favorite characters. He's not me. He's not above Ray, but he's one of my favorite characters. He's my favorite of the of the main three. So okay, he's
1: on. He's staying.
0: Yeah, and who was your third one, R- Rob? Yeah, right. Wipe him off. <laughs>
1: what, Big Daddy's
0: getting wiped? Wipe off. Big Daddy off. That's clean. And we're going to put John Dunsworth, who played Mister Leahy on there because he was also a lovely man. He's no longer with us, and um. He would he would definitely deserve to be carved into on the a mountain. mountain.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Great person. And then third, I'm gonna throw a bit of a curveball and pick a woman. Shelley Thompson came on and she plays, she actually played Mr. Leahy's wife on the show. Okay. Bob Leahy. And I'm putting her on there. A the character isn't one of my favorites, but she's a lovely person. She came on and she said when she came on a pod, she said. I detect an accent, and I said, yeah. And I'm thinking she'll never guess. She'll just say England. She goes, Liverpool? And I went, yeah. So I just I said, yeah. Yeah. she goes, actually, is it more Birkenhead? And I went, whoa. I said, how said, How have you got that? Your husband's from Birkenhead.
1: Oh, how funny. So
0: she's been there many times, and she knows the area. And um, and, and just because of that, there was a little bit of a connection there, and which set us off to have a really nice chat. And... Yeah, I'm gonna put her on there as well. For so identifying that, my... that you're
1: born and bred in Birkenhead.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, she won me over straight away. So
1: fair enough, fair right enough. There, that's
0: my Mount Podmore. We're calling this Mount Podmore. <laughs> now so we I want to finish off
1: my um. We do, but we can't. We um. We've let been Liverpool. let down by Liverpool, haven't we?
0: Well we can't. Still I black... couldn't think. Of, I couldn't think of
1: four. <laughs> She's got to be like... on there. Surprise! Who? Surprise! <laughs>
0: no chance i'm not i would never put it on there i don't even like the i don't even like the um the iron I'm statue that I'm down joking. it doesn't even look like her she's it's talking a... about um what's her name
1: oh the hey uh, the guy who wrote what's Valet... her name first silla black
0: silla black couldn't remember the name silla black she's from oh. she had big buck teeth and i'm not wasting I wasn't a fan of her. It, 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 again, just people going on about it because she was famous from <laughs> Liverpool. Like, you didn't do anything for me. She couldn't even sing that well.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Big Bucks, how angry are you about Silla?
0: <laughs> no, because it annoys me that she gets a statue. She, right next to John Lennon as well. Like, how how she earned the right to be next to John Lennon?
1: I think because she was friends with him once. She, so she oh, I don't of...
0: care who she was friends with. Pete Price is friends with her. You're going to put him on the mountain as well.
1: <laughs> he put himself on it.
0: All <laughs> right, John Bishop. <laughs> Would you really put John Bishop on it? No,
1: I'm just waiting for your reaction.
0: Because <laughs> I, I, I like John Bishop. He's a good I comedian, like but I wouldn't, I wouldn't carve him into the side of a mountain.
1: No, he's not going to the mountain. I'd have Stephen Gerrard, Liverpool captain. No chance. One of the Champions League. No. He's going on the mountain.
0: Definitely not. You can have
1: Paul McCartney. He can go on the mountain.
0: Yeah. Paul can go on there. You can have
1: Mrs. Bouquet for yourself.
0: She should be <laughs> on have... there. She, she Because she's from Birkenhead. So she should be on there. She's <laughs> a legend.
1: Why are you. Are you the way you pronounce pronouncing Birkenhead is very posh.
0: <laughs> I don't. Is that how I said it? It Birkenhead. Yeah,
1: Birkenhead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna go bacon <laughs> head, am I?
1: Maybe. He's my fourth person. Oh, well, I've got, think... one. I've
0: got someone I put on there. <gasps> Who? Just... Ricky Tomo. Ricky, Ricky Tomlinson. Tomlinson. Oh, what's going on there? And even you know what? Right? I was, thi- I was thinking about this. No, listen, I was thinking about this the other day. I would, and I've said this before. I'd love to talk to him on this podcast. You know,
1: he'd be brilliant. He
0: has had such an interesting life, and. We've tried, haven't we? We've tried to yeah. get him on, and we can't make contact with it. Whoever he looks after him,
1: if he does anything now, does he? Well, exactly, so that. come on the pod. <laughs> oh, um, oh, I thought someone else, but it's, gone. it's, no, it's p-
0: gone. Mel C
1: can go on there.
0: She's on the map. Oh, you just you get it for the sake of it. I, yeah, I'm not going to say anything bad about Mel C because I don't, I don't mind Mel C. I haven't got a problem, but like. When she's the best singer in the Spice Girls, like... (laughs) Do you know what I mean? She can sing, but her voice isn't amazing.
1: That's all we've got then.
0: Scratch her off the list. There's no chance of us getting her on now, me slagging her off.
1: (laughs) I don't think there was any chance.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We tried, didn't we? we? We did try, to be fair.
1: We have. And failed. Anyway.
0: I think we should probably wrap it up now because we've been recording for a while and I yeah. don't even know if anyone's still listening at this point because we've they, were, they all showed up for Barry, let's face it. It wasn't for us, it's for Barry. Yeah, fair.
1: But if you
0: are still listening, I want to say a massive thank you that you've stuck us, with us this long. I also want to say a massive thank you to anyone that's stuck with us for as long as we've been doing this, for all 200 episodes. If you've listened to all 200 episodes, you deserve a medal. And if I could afford having medals made, for those listeners that have <laughs> literally listened to all 200 episodes, I'd, I'd give you the medal. Genuinely, I'd get you one because I haven't even listened to all 200 episodes. I did for a while, and then I just, I just didn't. In the end, I stopped editing. And I, I just like if it was if it recorded fine and I didn't feel like it needed an edit, I would just throw it out. So <laughs> there's people that have listened to more episodes than I have, and I just appreciate it so much. Like to get this far and still have. 'Cause it is. There's still a bunch of people that have been listening since day one that have managed to stick through stick with us through all the changes we've gone through and all the different lineups yeah. and everything that we yeah, it's amazing. It really is. Do you know
1: what's also really nice that some of these listeners have become friends. Yeah. Haven't
0: they? Yeah. Genuine, genuine, good, close friends. Yeah.
1: Many nice of stuff. which
0: that we've got to meet in person. Um, some we haven't yet. Some I'm hoping to in, in the near future. Um Yeah, and again, no signs of stopping as well. Like you know, we we do go through lulls where it's just like, oh, tired. You know, you get tired of doing things, but it it, honestly, like, we always find new life to carry on doing it. So yeah, I'm not stopping anytime soon. We're gonna keep going, and I will also say you can find all links to our show by just going to the simple link of linktree.com forward slash majors mess hall, and that will give you links to everything that's on. Our show, like um, links to Spotify, iTunes, um, our merch. If you want to buy a t-shirt or something, it's all very affordable stuff. Um, and then even a link to our Patreon pages on there If you want to become a patron and donate to us monthly, all the money goes back into the pod. And as always, thanks to our current patrons for helping us out. And this is one of the biggest things you can do for us. So if you're listening now and you, appre- you appreciate, you know what we do, please give us, and it's free either a rating or a review or both um, on some of the streaming services. So uh, I know that on Spotify you can give a rating of, I think it's five stars. So if you want to go on there just give us a cheeky five star rating, that will be amazing. And then you can give us a, a written up review with a rating on iTunes uh, or Apple Music, yeah. whatever you want to call it. You can go on there and probably on Amazon Music as well. well wherever you get your podcast from, I'm sure you can give a rating. So if you, if you do that for us, that really does help us get new listeners. Like It genuinely does help us get what it does is, when someone listens to a podcast that's a similar genre to the one you do, yours will then be recommended, or stands a chance of being recommended to listeners that have listened to that other podcast. they will say, "Oh, if you like this podcast, you might also like a Major's Mess Hall," and it's based off ratings. So please help us out. Yep,
3: appreciate it.
0: This is this has been two hundred episodes. We are taking a break now. I'm taking a couple of months off, so. Um. don't expect anything anytime soon, unless I get a random email of a celebrity guest that we emailed ages ago saying I'm free. Then we'll do another episode. But yeah, for the next couple of months, we're just going to lay low and relax. And then, and that's also a good reason for you guys. If you haven't already to go back and listen to those trailer park boys episodes, interviews I told you about prior. We've also had a load of other celeb guests on as well. What other celebs have we had on? Let's just name a couple now. I'll stop. <coughs> We've had Richard Kahn. He played um Al. Um on um my mind has gone completely blank on home improvement. We've had um Cheryl Chase who played or did the voice of Angelica on the Rugrats. Actually, she still does. Um Carlos Alasraki, and um, the voice of Rocco, Rocco's modern life life. We've had uh, Jeff Bergman, the voice of Bugs Bunny, probably my favorite episode or one of my favorite yeah, episodes. Was good. I was like a little kid on that one. We've had uh, Ryan Toby on, he was in Sister Act Two. We've had uh, Jeffrey Wiseman. He was in Back to the Future 2. We've had loads of people. You had um, one of the people on from Tiger King when that was really popular. We had Saf come on and do an interview with us, and that was amazing as well.
1: Yeah. Honestly, we've we've
0: had had loads. My mind's gone blank, but we've had loads of pop stars as well. You've had like um, O Town, people from from 19 degrees, degrees. Five, um,
1: Bewitched. A1. Wits,
0: LFO A One like yeah loads of pop EB stars Mac. EB Mac you know we've had them on as well it, it's been there's been loads
1: we've so had stars and... on loads of them haven't
0: we Chesney Hawks, he came on he was lovely yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so just go back and have a listen honestly it'll be well worth your while we've we've done some funny stuff as well in the past so anyway thank you very much Kelly for joining me and no happy christmas merry new year all that shite and we'll be back we'll be back in uh, 2024 with a brand new episode
1: 201
0: (laughs) all right see you later cal take it easy
1: bye bye
0: everyone bye